3: sell movie show. If you don't have a good sense of humor, you're better off dead. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright. A great man doesn't seek to lead; he's called to lead. Answers on KSL News Radio 102.7 wow. Wow. and 11:60 a.m.
4: This is uh, what I heard there, Steve. Who was that, that for? This is my calling. <laughs> <laughs> and in this community, <laughs> that has well, a whole different connotation. Well, it sure does. <laughs> it certainly does. Stephen, good to be back.
2: Good to have you back. A hey,
4: big thanks to you guys and uh, Andy Farnsworth for uh, kicking in last week. And I have permission from Deanne to actually. Spill the beans. We, uh, people are aware that that my mother passed away, and I, I so appreciate all the kind comments and everything. And uh, it just so, I mean, this community and and the listeners of KSL are, are just terrific. And but anyway, when uh, and you've been through this, and many people listening have been through this, there are responsibilities at the home, and you want to kind of go through things, and you know and. Uh, ironically, one of the biggest issues that I've been you know, dealing with her, mom's taxes, you know, things like that. But uh, we were, I was over at the home on Thursday morning last, yeah. and uh, I was just working on those various things that you need to take care of, and Dee was going to join me. And so anyway, I, I walked out, and I saw her car there with the hatch up in the back, mm. and I thought, well, she probably needs some help bringing things in. My mom's driveway has just a little bit of a of a slant uh, at at the street level part and so when I I walked out and what I saw was just mind-boggling. I saw a neighbor's big SUV parked there. She was out, my wife was laying on the sidewalk almost with her head in the gutter screaming and I went, "Oh my goodness." And I ran out, and she she had brought the dogs with her in the back of her little deemer. And when she raised the hat, she was trying to help the little pug dog, fat dog, you know. I, fat boy was a different dog, but out. And the dogs just kind of bolted and jumped and knocked her over. And she ended up breaking a hip, breaking a wrist, and we weren't sure what else the neighbor got the, actually saw it happen when they drove by i probably saw and i i was in the back of the home and so i as i walked out i was probably less than a minute after it happened and i went out neighbor was kind enough to call 911 and uh, the the uh, fire uh, folks the fire department up on 33rd South at about oh, probably 20, 20, uh, 19th East or something like that. They were terrific. And they came and finally got, you know, I mean, the pain was you know from breaking a hip. I mean, oh, my goodness. And finally we got her to the, the hospital. And um, and so anyway, that we've been dealing with that. She had surgery on the hip. It went very, very well. Thank you, Dr. Haas. And I uh, saw the picture. Oh man, is that a rod all the way down? Oh yeah, she she is now the bionic woman because they put the rod in and then they do a cross pin. Yeah. And even though it was a very very bad break, it was a good break as far as clean, clean, and spectacularly easy to repair.
2: Except if you ask her. Except
4: well, and and uh, I mean you know. 30 years ago, good grief, you know, but what they did was just amazing. The verdict's still out on her wrist, and but they've got it all about With the swelling. So anyway, that's where
2: I was, well, I was last week. I was shocked, and, and I, the picture, who took that picture? Was that you or somebody else?
4: I took the picture, finally, and after like, we got oh, things under control.
2: Wow, this looks yeah, horrifying.
4: Yeah, so anyway, uh, so many people behind the scenes, yourself and Andy and so many other people at KSL, have just been uh, terrific. And so anyway, uh, D- but Dee is doing well. She is home. And, uh, but, you know, I couldn't talk her into doing the, you know, quirky pics of the week. I mean, <laughs> what's wrong with this woman? Where is her dedication?
2: Well, I know where yours is going to be. <laughs> you know,
4: boy, am I going to be in the doghouse. Oh, and by the way, you know, since I'm going to be gone for about four hours here, then I'm going to go home and check on her. And then I've got to go back and do the TV show today. But our friend Michael Reagan is going to be babysitting her for lunch today. Is that punishment or? Yeah, well, I, I was going to go. What? What are you just making things worse? And <laughs> no, she she has a, a great. We all have a great oh, relationship yeah, they, with, they. with Michael. He's like part of the family, and uh, he's proving that today by going over and uh, and uh, tending, babysitting D.
2: Well, this ought to be interesting. So
4: there you go. Hope and, you have a nanny cam. And this, <laughs> this segment was sponsored by the EMTs. The, well, boy. Oh, you the, need them. They are. You know, I'm not kidding. You know, you know the old joke about lawyers, you hate them until you need them? Yeah. I've always loved firefighters. I've always loved And you were a firefighter at one time. I'll tell you, those guys were so good and so professional. And so, you know, I mean, these big burly guys are there, and they are just being so tender and so compassionate. You
2: got to stabilize that hip, the whole and,
4: thing. And oh boy, and I mean, she was she was flying pretty high because you know they they gave her some pretty substantial stuff oh, just so she could even be moved. Oh, so man. anyway, so a big thanks to uh, those who are EMTs, those who are medical professionals. You know, the people at uh, now they're just Intermountain Health, but uh, they're at the mothership. They were they were terrific as well. So anyway, a big thanks to everybody. Yeah. We probably ought to. You know, I, I've always liked the listeners to feel like, you know, they're they're part of our family. Sure. And so, uh, forgive me, I, I didn't mean to take that much time. but
2: Well, last week when you it said, was a well, big just deal. tell them I'm taking care of family, I'm like, well, I want to tell them Well, more. the first thing that I told you was just
4: tell them I'm drunk <laughs> yeah, again.
2: <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I thought, well, at least he's still got his sense of humor. Yeah,
4: but moment. oh my goodness. So anyway, since it is sponsored, Stephen, yes. we must do the movie show preview sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Here we go.
3: The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The Movie Show, special feature.
4: Speaking of Call Climate Services, I'm yes. over at my mom's house and the furnace starts making kind of a little high-pitched whine, right, right. and I thought, whoa, so I called uh, Scott, and he sent Another Scott out to oh, do it. Oh, it's my Scott. Yeah, your Scott came out. <laughs> Not my Scott. And they said, no, it was really good. You called because you know the little something something motor, it was beginning to go, and oh, it's yeah. under warranty oh. and blah blah blah. So it was it was great. Fantastic. All right, Man. boy, I'm just spilling my. Guts no, no, it's today. okay. Huh? <laughs> I, I boy, wait until I wait until I start talking about uh, some of the other stuff going on. Okay, uh, first of all, the big movie of the week is Renfield. We are comparing notes. I'm anxious to talk about that. Mafia Mama, hmm, Ugh. hmm. and uh, for, the, you
2: got Tony Colette, yeah, and then in this movie,
4: ooh, and then yeah. the Pope's Exorcist. Okay,
2: I got to explain this one.
4: You got to explain this. I
2: was going to go see this yeah. in the afternoon because we had a screening last night for another film. Right. And they didn't. They didn't send us the link for it. So I thought, all right. Well, I'll go. I started watching that American Manhunt thing on yeah. Netflix, and I, I couldn't get away from it. And so you so didn't I, give the Pope. But the, I know the the Pope in the pizza. I know what's going on there. So
4: okay. And then how to blow up a pipeline?
2: That one is absolutely chilling.
4: Uh, we'll talk streaming movies, and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is oh, back. this
2: is the fifth season, final season, and it is fabulous. All right, so we're
4: going to be talking about that and a bunch more. And movie news, we've got um, our, our special guest, our monthly guest, is Virginia Pierce. The commish herself will be here. By the way, another anniversary for the Sandlot.
2: I know, this is the 30th, uh, and
4: 30th anniversary. We were Holy there for cow. the 25th at the, yeah. at the Glendale Park. There. I know, when you scored the uh, dirt yeah, from we have the, the sand. sand- <laughs> you got the dirt to prove it. My
2: grandson's got it. You've got the dirt on that movie. Yeah.
4: And streaming news is coming up. We'll also be uh, uh, doing the movie show Top 10. Yeah. Again, sponsored by Call Climate Services. We've got, I understand you guys chickened out last week and went back to the old telephone torture.
2: Well, you know, we figured it's a little nostalgic.
4: We're going to bring you the new telephone now, torture. does this one
2: have the music or is it the words? Cuz oh, if it's the music, that would be awesome. I'm
4: going to hold them. I'm the, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to keep people wondering because fabulous prizes worth up to dollars are on the line, so a little telephone torture and much more. It's all here on the infamous movie show at KSL News Radio.
3: The Big Movie review. review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. Okay, Stephen, it's yeah. time to review. I've, I've, I've been kind of holding my breath
4: on this one because I love the Dracula stuff, the old Universal Monsters. I love Renfield as you're...
3: <laughs>
4: anyway... Yeah, thanks for bringing yeah, that up. I just thought we'd bring Renfield back for you there. So now we have the movie that is focused on... Renfield. Here we go. A little sound. A little sound. Or a lot of... Here, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> Please play I the sounder. <laughs> we
5: will make a very good assistant.
3: No, he's evil. We will protect you. You have the word of the most trusted
1: institution on earth. The Catholic Church, Renfield, <laughs> your sole purpose in life is to serve me. Now, that's
3: it.
4: Oh, uh, you know it. Talk I th- about a toxic relationship. <laughs> oh boy, no kidding. And and that's what's funny is Renfield is going to this you know group that meets. It's yeah. kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous, but these are the codependents yeah. and you know and just people that are being <laughs> in abusive relationships. I thought the whole thing was so clever but here's what I loved. At first I just thought okay they're starting off gorefest but then Renfield goes no wait. We need to go back and what we're we're looking right into the eyes and the mouth and the sharpened teeth of Nicholas Cage's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they back off and they take it back and the homage that is paid, the respect that is paid. To some of those, right early, down to the music. Oh, the music! You know that Tchaikovsky, and then they've got the old thing where you know Dracula. This time, Nicholas Cage is walking up those steps. I thought it was an
2: old Christopher Lee movie I th- or something. I,
4: I thought it was, it was word for word Bela Lugosi. Yes, right. They, they stopped right on. Listen to them, you know. Yeah, they, yeah. But they got everything, and then that one scene where Dracula is waiting on Renfield. And he, the wine scene. Oh I yeah, yeah, I don't drink wine. <laughs> and you know, it was. I thought it was beautifully done and respectfully done. And then they take us into today's modern world, the codependency, the abusive relationship. We're introduced to Aquafina, who is a cop, one, a crusading cop who She's really great. believes that she could do the right thing, and how this turns out. And Nicolas Cage. He's milking
2: it, and it's over the top, but it's not. You know what I mean? I watched him last night. He was on Colbert and talking about the history of Dracula and uh, the knowledge that he has and the the idea that he wanted to bring in certain characters and uh, all to... As a respect for Dracula,
4: right, and as we mentioned in movie news months ago, you know he does his favorite is Christopher Lee, yeah. but he also did Nosferatu, yeah, you know with the long fingers, yes, it, it he paid, knows it, it was, and plus it's entertaining. Now it's uh, a, the, it's a the Fountain of Blood, it's a gore fest. But oh
2: my gosh, that courtyard apartment scene was the funniest, oh. bloodiest mess you've ever seen in your whole life, and yet. I was dying laughing, and and it's it's one of those two, you know, like somebody will lose a head, and, and they just are so snarky about it,
4: <laughs> you know. It, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Renfield. I, did I really did. Yeah. I mean, this is a three and a half star movie. Oh well, I'm at least a B. I, yeah, a B. I'm 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 a B plus. I I thought for what they were aiming at, they just they did a Robin Hood shot. They hit the bullseye, and then they hit the arrow. I
2: thought it was. I thought it was. Really I wish well the Lobo gone. family had been a little bit more interesting. I thought weren't they going to turn into werewolves? I know because Lobo, that's a wolf. I know it, like, I, w- where does that go? I
4: kept looking for that hook too, but yeah, they're kind of a gangster family. And but everything the chore
2: Ogadashly, uh, her voice is so oh, deep. Yeah. I'm like holy, she's scared the heck out of me. I know. So yeah, no, I liked it.
4: I thought it was All fun. Right. Yeah, me too. And it's obviously rated R, but
2: more fake blood than you can oh. ever. Yeah. Even Tarantino's going like, wow, that might be too much. Well, that might be a lot. Yeah, you guys might want to back off on the or board. Or he's like, and either then, that or like, and that. And the so smashing cool. He goes, boy, I wish
4: I'd done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's Renfield, wide release, and BB+, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the movie show. You're good to go. Here, <laughs> Unless you don't like blood, then you have a problem. Yeah, if you don't like blood, but, you know, I'll tell you. And there's there's more to come on the old Universal Monsters, too. We'll have that in movie news as oh, it's cool. streaming news. I can't remember. Anyway, we'll take a break. It's 9.30 here at KSL.
3: Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news (laughs) on the KSL Movie Show.
4: Okay, movie news. Scream 6's radio silence team is going to take on the Universal Monsters Movie. Hmm. And uh, one of the next monster movies will be directed by the Scream Six collaborative team Radio Silence. You know, they've had so much success with the Scream movies and that. Yeah, they're pretty so, good at the
2: Scream stuff. How about the other stuff? Well,
4: that, but this, this involves screaming too, I would uh, assume. Oh, yeah, well. So, you know, maybe. Generalized screening. Screaming. Maybe we're in the right area. So, reports are telling us that uh, they were going to title the first project Dracula's Daughter. But they're currently, uh, they're not really seeing any plot details at all. The script for the film, we hear, is already complete. But with radio silence, they are already (laughs) revising it. And they're thinking that the film could end up involving other universal monsters. Mm -hmm. And news is that uh, they'll pull from the monster's pool. And there are some interesting prospects, we hear, for fans of the old classic genre. The thing is, the old classics are still so good. They are good. They I are mean,
2: good. You, they tried to do the mummy thing with Tom oh. Cruise, and they and they they blew that up. up. I know. Wasn't that terrible? Was that was horrible. a lay bad cinema. Well, speaking of Tom Cruise, yes. Top Gun Maverick's Glenn Powell, you know the guy that played Hangman. Sure, he is in talks to star opposite Daisy Edgar Jones, who was the you know Crawdad Lady. Right. Uh, in a sequel to the, the Lady, <laughs> to the '96 box office hit Twister. Uh-huh. Right, with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. It will be called, hold on, you Twister? ready for this? <laughs> Twisters. Twisters. Huh? Huh? Is that brilliant? Wow. Uh, the Minari filmmaker, Lee Isaac Chung, will direct this movie, and the the writer of the Revenant is writing the screenplay. So, But uh, it's not due out until a year from July. We also
4: got to know her from the uh, Banner of Heaven series. Oh, that's which right. She played yeah. Brenda. Oh. Yeah. Wow. she was very good. She was excellent in that. Okay, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, by the way, I was not here last week for the review. Yeah, you dodged that bullet. Oh, man. And it's killing it, dollar-wise. Oh, it's making so it's much money. It's just killing it. This could be the biggest movie of the year. And you know what so that far? does? Pandora's Box oh, is now Oh, I know. Open. And all of a sudden we're going to have, you know, Mario Brothers and their cousins. and Oh, man. I was... I, I, I was looking at my watch. I saw you fly out of the theater. Oh, I couldn't get like out fast enough. Like you were set enough. on fire. I just went, shoot me. I'm hating this movie. You know, and normally I can, I can watch something and see, you know, hey, okay, that's interesting. No, this wasn't a waste of my time. I really disliked this movie.
2: Well, the thing is, I really realized more than i've ever realized before that this movie was definitely not made for me boy no kidding
4: yeah and and i will admit to that even though this is old school video game yeah. not, not quite back to the pong era but yeah, right. you know and, and space invaders but it, which was cool which i love space invaders i loved i remember playing pong on state street when i worked for krsp and we're just playing pong going I can't
2: believe how cool this is. I did Space Invaders <laughs> till 3 o'clock in the morning, I know. and I thought, oh, I can't play these I games. I, I love
4: Pac-Man out. and everything, but Mario Brothers, I just
2: really disliked the movie. But anyway. Well, I'm glad you stepped up, because I thought, oh, he dodged one. I oh, knew you didn't no, like no, it. no, no, I did... could tell by the way you flew out of there.
4: No, no, I need to fess up. What, what grade did you give it?
2: Uh, I don't know,
3: it was a Z?
4: Yeah, I mean, I I really disliked it. I gave movie. it a C. Yeah, all that, yeah. I'm I'm there. And Again, probably below.
2: Out of respect for the people who actually love the games. Oh and yeah. I mean, I, I talked to a few, and they said, "Oh, it's magical." I know. Brought me it's back magical. to my childhood. It was wonderful. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and they're weeped and you know, they're were they weeping? Well, yeah, I was weeping. Uh, continues to break records. Highest-grossing domestic movie of the year after just six days of release. I won't even give the the dollar amounts, or you know. yeah, we'll get that. In top we'll 10. get that a little later on. Pulled in. Over 20 million pounds on Monday in uh, the United Kingdom. The previous record was set by Singh back in 2016 of 19.6 million pounds. Attention is already turning to a sequel and a potential. A potential of the Nintendo
2: universe. (laughs) Time to retire. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah, well... Um, um, (laughs) <laughs> we'll mention, by the way, when we get to it, that China, yes. where it also opened, yeah. didn't do all that well. Really? So hmm. Well, maybe they have. Oh, you're t- going to love this thought. story. Okay, your favorite actress, at least of this last year, Mia Goth. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved her in, what, what was it,
4: X? <laughs> and then what was what was the one that I endured? Uh, well, you, you watched so, uh, Smile. Pearl. Smile.
2: Smile. Pearl. Pearl's the one I saw. See, so, I watched X a few weeks ago, <laughs> and I thought, eh, It wasn't hideous, but I haven't seen Pearl yet. Anyway, Mia Goth, getting back to where we were, will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As what? (laughs) (laughs) She will be joining Mahershala Ali in the upcoming Blade Well, that
4: makes sense. Yeah. There are lots of Blades involved
2: with this little gal, Pearl. (laughs) Leave her alone. The Uh half-human, half-vampire, made famous by Wesley Snipes, and it was, of course, part of the Marvel package is due out in september of 2024 okay but mia goth oh yes she's back oh man with blood blade sorry blade. blade and blood well that that's
4: all i got steven that's all i got okay well there you have it it is our movie news let's take a break and when we come back we're going to uh chat about yet another film hmm. yes please that's that's <laughs> please <Doug. laughs> that's coming up stay with us on the movie show
3: the movie show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <a big> <laughs> it's real on KSL News Radio.
2: Okay. I hope the new Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to be good. Oh, me too. I Guardians of the Galaxy was such
4: a cool thing the first time oh, we saw it. I just I just went. What in the world is this? I fell in love with that movie and with each and every character introduced, I just I. I I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Part two was good. Yeah, and now, not as good. Not as good. But you know, it wasn't. It wasn't a crash and burn. But you know, I'm really. I that's May third, isn't it? May third. Yeah. All right. So, Stephen, which? How about? May fifth. Let's see. Which? How about if we just talk about Mafia Mama? Okay, sure. Here. All right. A little sound from Mafia Mama.
5: Yeah. I have terrible news. Your grandfather is dead. I don't even know him. Want me to fly to Rome tomorrow night to settle his affairs. I mean, shouldn't I stay here and work on my marriage? I landed safe in Italy. What did my grandfather do? What is going on? <laughs>
4: I take it Grandpa was in nefarious businesses?
2: Yes, he was a winemaker.
4: A winemaker. Is this like being in the olive oil business? Yes, Okay, all right, I got it.
2: And they insisted, no, he's a winemaker. So Monica (laughs) Bellucci calls Tony Collette. So that's initially, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Tony Collette has, I mean, she knew she was from that area, but has estranged from that whole side of the family. I mean, to the point of ridiculousness. She's married to this guy who's a total jerk. She comes home, and he's sleeping with somebody else, and and she's like, ah, but she's so demure and all this. Well, Monica Bellucci calls and says, your grandfather has passed away. <laughs> and so she's like, I don't even know who that is. I mean, what are you talking about? She goes, well, we need you to come out here. To take care of some family business. So, it, did Antonio Banderas call her? No. Yeah, I know. Okay. That, that was, anyway, so she goes and there's this funeral and there's a big shootout. I mean, the other family is like, oh, you know, we have an opportunity to take care of the rest of these yahoos. Ah. Oh, I mean, they shoot up the coffin. It's just a mess. Wow. And, you know, they're trying to protect Tony Collette's character because, you know, she's the next, you know, she's the only heir. I mean, there's a cousin but he's a goofball and but she has no idea what she's doing so this is the ultimate duck out of water movie but then it's dumb and you have tony collette in a movie who's always done really great work you can't put her in this silly movie and expect her to elevate the whole thing and make it worth you know actually seeing so i mean the the tropes are ridiculous you know the goofy cousins and you know, you know all that nonsense. Yeah. It's just too much. They get Fonzie to do his role again. Almost. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, come on. And the, she says at one point, she goes, "You know, I I never saw the Godfather." And they're, oh, <laughs> you know, it's just there, there's some funny moments in it, but most of all, it's just dumb. Okay. So I'm sorry, Mafia Mama gets a. Well, I love Tony Collette, so B minus, which is not. But a very it's all nice for thing. Tony. It is all for Tony. And it is rated R. There's a lot of shooting up stuff, and also she's very randy, kind of. You know, her husband. Yeah. And so she goes over there, and like she's going to have all these. She's frisky, huh? Yeah, she's very frisky in this film, and I'm like, oh, no. It just didn't fit. "Mm."
4: (laughs) So how wide is the release? It's wide.
2: Oh, it's out there.
4: It's wide. You won't be able to avoid it. You won't be able to avoid Mafia Mama with Tony Collette. Sorry. I wish it was better. All right. Now, when we come back, I understand the commish has deigned to join us in person. Yay. This is cool. The, as a man, Oh, I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Paulette walked through the door. I thought it was the commish. He but, is. hey, we love seeing Paulette, yeah, too. Yeah, no, it's
2: not like, oh, gee, it's just Paulette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paulette, she is the babysitter the, of the movie show. She is the queen
4: she of is, the Nile. She takes... Good, good care of us. There's no doubt about it. But Virginia Pierce, the commissioner of the Utah State Film Commission, will be joining us coming up, and we'll find out what's happening in the world of cinema and movie making. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll get the lowdown on Kev. No, uh, she's not going to talk about it. And Taylor Sheridan. I'm sure she's ready to spill everything. No. No, that ain't going to happen. It's 10 o'clock. This is KSL FM, Midvale, KSL AM, Salt Lake City.
3: Back to Doug Wright, Steve Sales, and the KSL Movie Show.
4: I thought he was going to go and the commish
2: herself. That's
4: right. She needs right her right own here. theme music.
2: Yeah, we, I we do.
1: F- I feel like I deserve to be in the intro on Where, these days. What would
2: you like us to play when you show up?
1: Um, What would be good? I need a Hallelujah theme song. chorus. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: We are the champions. <laughs> yeah, we, are the champions. we Ooh. are the champions. Or something Dolly Partnish. <gasps>
4: no. Yes. Okay, No. Okay, go.
2: we got to turn to Vangelis for
1: this. Oh, my oh. gosh. Da,
2: da,
4: oh, yeah. I was just thinking about oh, that movie. I
1: need, I need to go back and watch that movie.
4: Yeah. It's it's. Does it know. hold up? Have you seen yeah. it? It does. Movies, Steve? It you does. Have. I didn't think it held up you when know, it came lot, out. A lot of the period movies really do if if it's done right. Yeah. You know, if they're true to the era and so on. Yeah. Kamish, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Good to see good. you guys.
4: Virginia Pierce is here to tell us all the dirt on everybody. Oh
2: wow! I don't think that's why she's.
1: That's not why she's
2: here.
4: She didn't
1: prepare for dirtness. Not
4: prepared for the I dirt, mean, huh? That all Would right. be a scandal. Hey, you Wouldn't know you. you c- can we talk about Utah celebrating the 100th anniversary of cinema in our state?
1: Yes, I know. I I feel like I have just been in it the last couple of weeks. Next year, 2024 will be the hundred hundredth anniversary of film in Utah. Wow! Got started with two films in 1924, and was that
2: like Ramona? Or? No, it was no. Uh,
1: the Covered Wagon by uh directed by james cruz and that shot up here in the northern part of the state really yeah and it i mean the the info we have from them is from the film is just amazing they use something like four or five hundred extras including most of the members of a, a native tribe from idaho and they shot in the middle of nowhere. I mean, nineteen twenty four, like almost to Ely, Nevada, out in wow. garrison wow. and Antelope Island and just was an incredible production, sounds yeah. like. I actually oh. was in LA at the Academy of Motion Picture Archives. Oh yeah. And we found photos from the covered wagon of, you know, James Cruz and all of the Isn't people cool? on set in the middle of nowhere shooting. <sighs> it's very cool.
4: And you know, when you think of kind of that little Hollywood, you know, heyday era too. <laughs> You know, you look at the, the Perry Motel down there, yeah. where, oh, the, Perry. where the, the prominent people that stayed there. And I've, I've mentioned to you the guys water before. The they'd have. Well, the, we were down there for, they were trying to start a little film festival there years ago. And we actually watched Ghost with Howard Koch right in front of us. Wow. And I did a great interview with him <laughs> afterward. That's and it hilarious. was really, really cool. But D and I that night we stayed in the Broderick Crawford cabin. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the Broderick Crawford cabin. I huh? talked yeah. really quickly. I'm yeah. Broderick Crawford. I, used to,
1: I think that was the, uh Deadwood Coach was the other one, and I think that shot in and around Canab and Monument Valley, yeah. Yeah.
4: So such a great, great legacy. And boy, you know, a lot of work already going into this. You said yeah. your meetings up I to your mean, eyeballs.
1: We started talking about this two or three years ago and people were like, when is it? 2024. Why are you talking about this now? But thankfully, I'm glad I started when I did because now we're, you know, seven, eight months out and I mean, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big year. I'm excited to, Reveal some of the fun things that are happening. I'm not ready yet.
4: But of course. So no revelations right It'll now. It'll be tomorrow. yes
2: she'll reveal it tomorrow.
4: But uh, not- maybe
1: I'll, I'll leak some small things as we go through the <laughs> end.
4: Thus saith the commission, <laughs> right here on the movie show. So, yes. what well, we want to know first. Okay. All right. All right. Deal. Hey, we've got to talk about a uh, 30th anniversary here. You know, one of my favorite movies shot in Utah. It's not one of the biggest. It's not grandiose. It's not Cecil B. DeMille, but it is one of the coolest movies out there. And some of the jargon from there. The other day, I wrote a note back to my son on something, and I just go, You're killing me, Smalls. And he just goes, Ah, you know, everybody gets that. The Sandlot.
1: The Sandlot. I know. I think what was it April sixth or something? Was its thirtieth anniversary?
2: Wow. I know. You imagine that movie has held on that long? Isn't that
1: amazing? Yes, people love My that My
2: grandson movie. watches that thing to death.
4: Whenever it's on, I get sucked into it. Yeah. And you know, and I always just love that moment when we have James Earl Jones. I mean i 'm loving the movie yeah. up to that point it's everything 's just cool, yeah. but it 's just like could this possibly get better, and it does
1: it's it 's a great one it holds up yeah.
4: yes, so sure. any any big celebratory things going on?
1: yeah, I just met with the committee who 's putting together the thirtieth anniversary celebration in August, so they 're working with the bees and yeah they're gonna are they going to go back to the lot or I think so, yeah they 're working on all of the fun. Things, so yeah. stay tuned. We'll have more So on. it's a lot. It's
4: still there. It's still, it's still there. there. Yeah, I, I keep holding my breath. I know. Because I
1: think it looks a little bit different. Now, oh, yeah. Nothing I, yeah. is there from the original. But right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, boy, with the uh, talk about baseball in our oh, community. Yeah.
1: I know. It's yeah. good timing, right? Yeah.
4: Baseball. Boy, have they got me excited about that. But oh, man. And the that money looks, they'll have that, to spend oh, I is know. staggering. But, you know, yeah. you, if, if anybody – can you imagine – I'm going to be interviewing on the TV show – Uh, We record the Sunday morning TV show on Friday afternoon. So when I go back to KSL, we're going to have representatives from the LHM company. And maybe, I I, I don't even dare mention because we're not exactly sure, but a rather prominent local individual Mm -hmm. who was very notable in baseball. I uh, with some thoughts on it, too, I, I, I hope. But, I mean, that location I know. is perfect.
1: Yeah, it'll be really cool. Oh,
4: yeah. And can you imagine Larry Miller with his love of baseball? Oh. And he was a player, too. Yeah. You know, softball and stuff. I mean, it, you know, I I, I never want to overpaint it, but Larry was always really good to me. I felt that he was a real friend. We didn't hang out or anything like that, so I don't want to overpaint it. But, oh, my goodness, you know. And he loved to. Oh. Tell us stuff that he, oh. his people are like. Oh, I know. I'm if it was about the about. theaters, you know, he'd call. He'd or the racetrack out in. Toulon. Oh, the racetrack. I got yeah. I a phone call going down to Eureka one night, and I didn't recognize the number. This is back. You know, and I pick up and. Hi Doug, this is Larry Miller. You know, just wanted to see if you wanted to come out and, you know, drive some Mustangs at the. Oh
1: my gosh! And so we never fun. and we never you put never that together. It? Oh, yeah. that sounds awesome. I
4: know, I know. So anyway, meanwhile, baseball. Now, what else is going on? Now, I know you can't really unload the whole deal, but what's what's skinny with things being, you know, shot here in Utah? Kevin Costner. We hear all of the all between. Taylor Sheridan and Kevin Costner and what's going to be happening with Yellowstone and so on. But how is, uh, we'll, we'll use the That's familiar nice. term, how's Kev's project going on Kev's here? Kev's
1: project, Casey's project, yeah. Horizon is, they're just in pre-production now and they're getting ready to start shooting, I think, what, April 17th, what's that, is that next week? That's, yeah. That's Monday, Yeah. Yeah. That's their first day um, of shooting. Wow. So, yeah, I'm excited for them to get now going. they've moved locations. They're now in St. George? They're in starting in and around St. George. Then they'll move around from there. But I think um, this was they needed a little bit different look from what they did Are last you
4: seeing timetables on when we're going to start seeing the fruits of the labor, I, as it were? You know,
1: I hope it's the end of this year we might see the first part. I yeah. don't know yet. I don't, they haven't announced. Wow. I'm hoping.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Taylor's projects, he's got something Working here, doesn't he, or no?
1: He, nope, he doesn't. He did. We talked about it, but it just never came to fruition. So Yeah, so he's, he's still so, hanging out in Montana. Well, and everywhere else. And everywhere He's in Texas and in Minnesota, maybe. Isn't that where and his ranch
4: is down in Texas? He's in Texas, yeah. he yeah. owns the darn the King quad six. Or, 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 yeah, the, that's right, the, the quad six. Yeah, yeah. he's busy. So he's what busy. else is happening in the world we got of a, cinema? a
1: couple of projects that are just Please starting Please tell
2: me, out. Hallmark, come on.
1: Actually, no Hallmark, but a. Well, it's the season for the Christmas family. movies. Not quite yet. That's like July. That's right. That's it's gotta July. Be a little hotter. Make everyone <laughs> yeah. suffer in their yeah.
2: that's Don't come when we have snow. <laughs> Let's make some fake snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So we have one called One Big Happy Family that is just a charming script um, brought to us by actress Lisa Brenner. Mm hmm. And she's now a producer, and they are coming in, um, and it's a, just a sweet family comedy, which we don't get a ton of just straight-up comedy, so I was excited to see that.
2: Yeah, we either have horror movies or Christmas movies.
1: Well, yeah, romance or horror. I don't know why. How did the Jenna Ortega movie
2: turn out? <laughs> did, did they finish up?
1: They haven't they haven't released it yet, but it sounds like it's coming together well. Okay.
4: Yeah. What about the movie that was uh, shot down in Eureka? Seriously, the one Highway. Oh, uh,
1: Dark Highway. Dark Highway. Yeah. yeah. I saw some clips from that. Looks awesome. So Does it? Cool. Yeah. Oh. I'm really excited. I don't know. I'll have to check in with them. I think they're still in post.
4: Well, I'm really curious because you know, not far from my house is yeah. the old Chief Consolidated you know mining company surface property and then the shaft is over there as well and they did some film yeah they shot
1: there it looked really cool and
4: i'm really curious to see because i mean that is in the ride to light up eureka last year we got the the mining company to open that oh and uh, we walked you know all these you know gearheads through there Mm -hmm. and people were just going i can't believe this yeah
1: Yeah. that'll be cool yeah, great. And then we have a pilot being shot by our friends, um, Kynan, Griffin, and Jason. Oh yeah, who do the outf- the outpost, and they're starting a new pilot for a series called Wayfinders that looks really great. Oh, nice. So that's fun.
4: Let, let's talk for just a minute about the film studio uh, or set that is down there in Goshen. You know, yeah. is how much how much of a draw to filmmakers is that because a lot of it's you know used by the the lds church and so on
1: um i think it would be a huge draw it is not technically open for filming um so the chosen is the first project outside of the lds family that has shot there and i don't see i don't think they have plans to really open it up wider we get calls about it all the time yeah yeah
4: I mean, how often can you go, hey, could I get Jerusalem? And I mean, you know, it's an amazing <laughs> set. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
4: Wow, it's super cool. cool. So anything else you want to spill the beans on for us here? Well,
1: I did want to mention the Wasatch Mountain Film Festival is starting on April 20th through the 23rd, so next weekend. And it's a really cool festival about... Kind of outdoor films, but they're doing a whole series of panels, workshops on kind of how to raise your skills in that area. So, with you know really talented filmmakers and um, crew, professional crew that work um, specifically with outdoor projects, which has wow. a whole different skill set to it. So, you should check out the Mountain Film Festival, Wasatch Mountain Film Festival.
4: And uh, what's the epicenter of that? Where is it going to be?
1: Um, that is a great question. That there. is a
4: good question for those who want to uh, attend. Let
1: me tell you. Uh, oh, it's at Industries, SLC, which if you haven't been there, it's um, like 650 South, 5th, 5th West. Oh, it's I, a super cool building. I, I, it's like a, I, co- a co-working space. I
4: think I saw uh, Michael uh when they filmed the uh, the, uh, the Forgotten tale. Carols.
2: Oh, Carols, yeah. And did they, they
4: did a screening there. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like black box, and yeah, it was yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a
1: really cool space, and it's really near that. I think is it Woodbine the food hall that's yeah. down there. So oh it's yeah, a really yeah. cool area. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, Virginia, it's always a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, we you look too. forward to this. Take I'm the rest gonna. of the day off. I'm
1: gonna. Yeah, yeah. probably I mean, not. But I would like to.
4: Do you have um, <laughs> more meeting marathons going on today? Just
1: today's catch up day. So. Catch up day. Yeah. Catch up on fries. Ketchup, All right, there we go. <laughs> Virginia, thanks so much. All right, nice to see you. We
4: love having you here on the movie show at KSL News Radio. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come right back with more of the movie show. Let's see, how about if we do, should we do something unprecedented? You mean uh, torture? Early? Like be legitimate? <laughs> <We> <laughs> like not be stay a bunch time. of goofballs? Oh, stay on time. You trying to ruin my reputation? No. All right. Yeah.
2: Let's do a little telephone torture. Ooh, sneak attack. Well, your, now it's not a sneak attack. Your knowledge of music. Oh, really? Oh uh-huh. I, I was hoping when I saw the titles. Yeah. Thought, oh, oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. I did a lot of thanking on that one, That's Steven. a good one,
4: actually. That's it's a m- good Brilliant. It's a good one. All right. And what we're going to do this time, we're going to let people pick a number between one and five, mm. and then they get, we've got them labeled, okay. and then we'll push that button, and then you have to name A movie theme. Name that tune. Yeah. All right. Stay with us. More of the movie show just around the corner. It's 1019.
3: The KSL Movie Show. (laughs) Telephone Torture. (laughs)
4: We've been uh, comparing notes here on Telephone Torture today. Sponsored by our friends at the Megaplex theaters. And I think we got a good one today. I actually agree with you. We'll see. How good.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I think this is a great idea.
4: I worked very, very hard on this because we wanted to put a little more oomph, not just the degradation of individuals when they are losers, Which you but to enjoy beyond belief, kind of prove that they're a loser by not being able to answer a particular question. So... So, humiliate them
2: and call them. And, em, yeah. I, I, okay, exactly. I see where you're headed. Yeah. yeah.
4: Embarrassment, loserism, it all goes together yeah, on the movie show. So, sense. we have fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Mm-hmm. Two tickets to the Megaplex theaters.
2: Oh, we have, don't we have the three options? Do we, do we have the three options? Yes, we do. We do. Okay. We can do the, uh, the marathon. Oh, the, the, the G- Guardians of the Galaxy marathon. Marathon. That's right. That's at the Vineyard and, on the 3rd of May. And then we have the four pack.
4: Right, four-pack of, of the, the kids' fam- movies. Kids' movies. The and, summer movie pack. And by the way, we're going to talk with Jeff The Whipple. Will yeah, joining they've added us? a nice little feature oh, to the summer They've got some movies. really cool things around that. And it was it was so interesting. I, I wanted to make sure that Jeff V. Whipple could join us and explain it all to us. Yeah, and, and then, then we, we have the standard. The traditional. Yeah, perfect. Okay. okay. So, all right. We are looking for people to get on the phone line at KSL Talk, 575 825 five five and uh, there will be I uh, the only question I'm gonna ask you is to select a number between one and five mm-hmm. and then you will get either cut one, two, three, four, or five. Okay, so you'll hear and some. And we're music. going for great Western movie themes. You need to name the movie that, that The is music is themed. playing. Okay. Gotcha. Okay.
2: okay I, I like so, this. I like this. You like this? I do.
4: For once I have pleased Stephen the Great. It's about time, too. It's about time. <laughs> Yeah, how many years has it taken? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're in quadruple digits here. All right, so let's go to our first caller. And hi, who's this? Hola.
3: Hello.
4: Hi, how you doing? Doing great. Oh, sure you are. We'll see. Okay, we're, we're going to find out how great you're doing. What's, what's your first name? Dan. Dan, Dan, okay. Dan, you need to pick a, a number between one and five. Uh, five. Oh, he might have just hit the jackpot on that this one. This is the one I think <laughs> it is. This is the one it is. Okay. If you don't get this one, you're going to need some professional. We help. Always, I'm, I'm going to set you up on this one. We always put one in for dummies, you know, just so nobody could possibly – Miss this one. Now, there's no pressure for you to get this. Are you, are you ready, Dan? I'm ready. Okay, now you need to name the movie that this Western movie theme comes from. Here we go.
3: Okay, the point of a gun was the only law that liberty understood. When...
4: Okay.
2: Liberty, liberty gun?
4: What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go with that, are you? Uh, I'm going to have to. I don't know the, I don't recognize it. Okay. Well, you know, we were actually expecting a little better than that. So you, you did, got, you got one word, right. yeah. one, one word, right? One, one word out of, and in the title, it's one, two, three, like four, seven, five,
2: eight. six. Six words.
4: There are six words. You got one. So we give them one sixth of a prize. And Dan, oh, no. do you know what that makes you? Oh no. A loser? Ah, <laughs> There you go, Gustavo. Hit that button. Because losing sucks. Yeah, losing sucks, especially when you got the easiest one. Yeah. Now now I'm nervous. (laughs) Now now we're nervous. Okay, let's go back
2: to the phone line. (laughs) And let's... uh, You look of disappointment on your face when you thought five was going to be the only one. I know. I know. (sighs) Okay. All right. Let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? Bryce. Bryce,
4: we have fabulous prizes. (laughs) Worth up to dollars on the line, and you need to pick a number between one and four. I'll go one. One. Okay, this is a good one. This is a good one. You should get this. You need to name the movie that this theme comes from. Here we go. Okay.
2: Well, that's not enough. No oh, idea. No idea. See, you didn't get to the part where it do, does the...
4: Okay. You didn't get the nope. theme from Silverado.
3: Oh. Oh.
4: Dang it. Which makes you a... Loser. Of course. All right. Sorry, bro. Sorry about that. All right. Let's go back to the phone line. And let's see who's lurking out there now. And hi, changing
2: who's... my vote on this. segment. I know.
4: <laughs> you love this segment, did you, Steve? Hi, well, who... I
2: love these songs. Yeah, the I know.
4: Me too. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Steve. Okay, Steve. All right, you need to pick a number between two and four. What is it going to be? Three. Three. <laughs> All right. That's right, between two and four. All right. Here you go. Good. Okay. Whoops. Okay, that's all. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You yes! Got ding, 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 ding. Trick.
3: Yes!
4: Congratulations. Well done, the sir. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You got it. And you've won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Which package do you want? Do you want the traditional package? Do you want the Guardians of the Galaxy package? Or do you want the four-pack for all the kids. The summer movie. Ten movies through the summer. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be the Guardian Package. Oh, you got it. Guardian Package. Okay, now, package. just so you know,
2: that thing starts at 7 o'clock, and the last yeah. movie gets out at 2.30, So be ready for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: It's, you... it's like when I did the Star Wars
2: marathon. Yes, you... exactly. Oh, oh very, you're, you're in, man. Cooking, you're in. You are in. Wonderful. Perfect. And I'll
4: tell you, Gustavo will give you all the info on that, and congratulations. Mm-hmm. You, you still like this segment, Steve? I do now. Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly.
2: Yeah, that's a great
4: song. That is a great, great song. All right, we'll save some of the others. I won't tell you what they were because we'll, we'll do this again I like sometime. This. I like this. All right, let's take a break here at the bottom of the hour. Big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters for coughing up the sponsorship. They cough yes. up the fabulous prizes worth do. up to dollars and they actually tolerate the movie show. What is wrong with them? I don't know. I don't know. We're, good sports. They're, they're good sports. It's a true act of love and charity and goodness and benevolence. Bless them, everyone. And we'll go, keep sucking up here. It is 1031. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
3: Movie Reviews and Hollywood News. The KSL Movie Show.
4: What was that you just <laughs> called me?
2: <laughs>
4: well, I was what? talking
3: about that movie. You
4: know,
2: uh-huh. No, you weren't. The one with... Um... Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, what's his name? Oh, Badum-bum. shoot. Thank you very much.
4: Uh, yeah, you're talking about the jackass movie. Yeah, but who's yeah, the star where... of that? I don't know, but I, I'm thinking of putting you in a grocery cart to the top, the top of uh, Big, Co- Big Cottonwood Canyon and just giving it a shove. I what think, do you think that would be, that would
2: be that fine. That would
4: make the movie. All right, it is 1038 here at KSL. There's Johnny Knoxville. News radio, yeah, well, whatever. Stephen, I think it's time for a little streaming news. Ah,
3: okay. All
2: right, here we go.
3: Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's The Movie Show Streaming Reviews on KSL News Radio.
4: I've been loving Ted Lasso, and it just breaks my heart that this is going to be most likely the last season but i'd I'd love to see him you know I'd, i'm so curious where it's gonna go i know i mean there's so many things that are happening in ted's life there are things that are happening in the agency that handles the advertising for the John team Achilles. there are things that are happening with roy there are things that are happening you know and, rebecca oh with with rebecca yeah with the little green matchbook cover yeah. and you know and, and we're still hanging on that and, so every wednesday yeah. did you watch it yeah, I've I've, I've I'm, caught up. I'm caught up on that. But anyway. Hey, okay, this one, Harry Potter. The reboot is confirmed. HBO Max. Harry Potter T V show. Moving forward. Unprecedented ten year plan for the series. They seem to be really dedicated to this. Each season the show will adapt one of J. K. Rowling's uh seven novels. And uh, she is the executive producer, by the way, a new, of course, all-star cast. It'll be interesting what kind of homage they might play occasionally on this. But uh, they're saying that, you know, rather than trying, they they split one of the books, of course, in Mm -hmm. in the last, uh, so we had an extra uh, movie. But they say it's so hard, you know, and anybody will tell you this, when you take an in-depth, character-driven story, That uses such imagination, jamming that into two or even two and a half hours is tough. So they're saying on this one they could take the whole season yeah. to deal with one,
2: one book of the more books. depth, more detail. Exactly. Yeah.
4: So it'll be interesting to say. And they're, and they're they're talking about you know for maybe some of us older. Uh, folks, I mean, I I was a parent watching my kids enjoy them, and then I got hooked on them, too. But there's there's a whole new generation and a half now out there, and this could very well become the definitive way they know and remember Harry Potter.
2: And the thing that they've done is they've sidestepped the, the whole J.K. Rowling nightmare, you know. Yeah. She's going to be an executive producer on this. Right, I mentioned that. So, you know, it's going to be some of those people that are still a little ticked off at her may not be so interested. Anyway. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, comes to HBO Max, soon to be called Simply Max. Simply Max. Uh, and it will be released uh, on May 23rd. Uh, just didn't do very well, $125 million budget. But it's made 128 worldwide, but only 26% Rotten Tomatoes, and but a B-plus on CinemaScope. So I don't get why people haven't watched Shazam. Maybe it's that superhero fatigue factor. This was one to see. Yeah. It Maybe was- Ant-Man, not so much. Right. (laughs) And maybe Super Mario, not at all. Oh,
4: yeah. (laughs) Okay, Jeremy Renner received a standing ovation. I I, I like talking about this just because how cool he has been and people's (sighs) reaction to him and what he's been through, plus, you know, what he accomplishes up on the screen. So the new Disney Plus series, Renovations, it's a four-part documentary that uh, sees the mayor of Kingston uh, star locate decommissioned government vehicles and repurpose them to serve the community in different ways, taking old fire trucks and different things like that, city buses and refits and delivers redesigned vehicles for charities geared toward youth. Projects.
2: You know, this is a hobby so of cool. his. I know. It's so cool. He's been doing this with buildings for a yeah. while. By the way, did you see what Paul Rudd sent him a little message? Yeah, the
4: the tongue-in-cheek thing. He said, well,
2: dude, wait till the snow melts next time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's pretty rude. He, uh,
4: Jimmy Kimmel, you know, he introduced uh, the actor and the audience uh, rose to their feet. And You know, it's it's nice to be able to talk about somebody who's who's acted well, has withstood something, is doing something truly great in his career mm-hmm. and with his personal interests, and to see people acknowledge that.
2: Yeah. Well, Picard, season three is winding down. We have two final episodes. And it, by the way, if you're a Next Generation fan and you haven't watched this, you are in for a treat because this is season three is all about Next Generation. All the gang is back, even their old, we'll say the band is back together. And. Maybe the van, the band Bus is really? back. So, the oh, Bus. People that are fans of this are losing their minds to the point where the last two episodes in 100 cities yeah. is going to be on the IMAX. They're going to wow. show for free, I think, if you can get tickets. But I don't think Salt Lake is part of it, which is dumb because we have more IMAXs than anybody. Boy, well, no kidding. Thanks. That makes no, no sense Sega at Plex.
4: all. Yeah. Okay. All right. League of Their Own has been officially renewed for Season 2, but it's going to be a shortened and kind of a wrap-up of everything. And The numbers have kind of dropped on that. Yeah, the fans are screaming that they want more episodes. They want it to go on. But uh, anyway... They've, they're on Twitter, they're campaigning, but, you know, it's, it's been interesting. League of Their Own, it tackles issues like race and sexuality using that 1940s backdrop. And if people are looking for accuracy in the league and so on, and the peaches and everything else, you know, kind of g- g- give up on that. But this was an opportunity to really talk about some of these things with that backdrop. And it was, and I hadn't really thought about this, dealing with those issues right now of sexuality and mm-hmm. race and so on, you know, but when this was happening, women had only had the vote for about 20 years. Wow. It's just, it's just hard to believe. So anyway, it uh, will uh, continue kind of a wrap-up season, four episodes.
2: So I watched American Manhunt, the Boston Marathon bombing on Netflix. It's a three-part series. Uh, they're 50 minutes each, and this is absolutely riveting. It has video that you've never seen before of the actual bombing, of them tracking down the, yeah. uh, I can't remember their names, the Sernave brothers. Yeah, right. And that Watertown moment where they're having the gunfight is absolutely unbelievable. Um, plus, the last thing he told me, this is a new series from Jennifer uh, Garner. She uh, is opposite, uh, what's his face, uh, Nicholas coster waldell He was in uh, Think Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a seven-episode deal. The first two start today. Um, It's a story about a guy who's who's part of a software company, and apparently it's bogus, and all these people have invested in it. He disappears. His wife is Jennifer Garner, and his daughter is uh, Angori Rice. And so the stepdaughter and the stepmom are left hanging, and the guy disappears. And so I've watched the first four episodes. We still don't know where the guy is. They're trying to find out. You know, They're doing a little... Uh, you know Holmes and Watson routine. Although they can't stand each other, it's kind of cool how they're. Yeah. But it's out of San Francisco. They live in one of those cool houseboats in Sausalito, which I think is awesome. Awesome. And they, and their friend works at for the San Francisco Giants. So I'm loving this uh, new series. Okay. The last thing he told me, and it was on Apple TV Plus.
4: Well, there you have our streaming news here on the movie show at KSL News Radio, Okay, Stephen. Sir. I think we ought to talk about another movie. Oh, yes. So, let's see. Let me go to the roster here and see what we have not discussed yet. Uh, let's see. We've talked about Mafia Mama. We've talked about Renfield, which we both really <laughs> kind of guiltily liked, if mm-hmm. not loved. What about the uh, how to blow up a pi- pipeline? Yeah, this is a good one. Okay. Let's uh, get a little sound on that.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Boom Talk. Today, teaching myself to make a
6: homemade blasting cap. If this works, it'll be step one. Making our own improvised explosive. Might be headed to Texas for the winter. Once in Texas, this project. Yeah. One kind of project.
4: You said something a little earlier. Sometimes I get a little nervous when a lot of this. You know, even with the Edward Abbey books. Yeah. I love Edward Abbey books but good grief, you kind of go, man, you're telling a little too much here.
2: That's exactly what I thought when they were mixing this stuff. I'm like, uh, you know, I really do we want to go into that much detail about yeah. how to build this stuff? Um, but this is more of an idea of a, of a group of people that are kind of, I mean, it's sabotage, eco-terrorism, whatever you want to call it. Um, they have a big issue with oil and so they want to Make a splash. And the idea in their head is that you can't just tell people, like, hey, you need oil, you need to do something else. Like some of the companies are moving into electric and solar wind, and wind think, and everything, sure. which makes sense. But some of them aren't. They're, you know, they can get it easier going into North Dakota or whatever and bringing it out. So these people are saying, look, we have to make a splash. We have to hurt these people where they live, not hurt anybody personally
4: but force them into
2: it force them into it by sabotaging their structure so they come up with a plan to go into west texas and there's a pipeline there that is above ground at some point and they find a place that has a low spot and they they're going to turn off the valve And then just blow up that section so that there's not a big oil spill everywhere. Right. Because they don't want to, you know, destroy people's lives. They just want to wake up the company to what's happening. So that's the mindset here. And so these kids are kind of ragtag. I thought there's no way they're going to be able to pull this off. Um, But they kind of managed to come together and they have a plan. Somebody, they have a fireworks that once once they have two places where they want to (laughs) plant the pipe bombs uh, and then they shoot up a flare and then they know to turn off the valve and so within five or six minutes then they can set them off. So they've come, they've figured it out. But I kept thinking, these kids are idiots. There's no way they're going to be able to pull this off. And you kind of get drawn into their story and what's going to happen and are they going to be found before whatever happens. It's pretty good. I have to admit, I was impressed with, again though, I have the same thought that you did. It doesn't go that far. Right. You don't know all the details of how to make a, A pipe bomb, but uh, it's called How to Blow Up a Pipeline, and it's only playing at the Broadway. This is a neon film. You know, they kind of do that edgy stuff. Um, But, man, I thought this was actually pretty good. So, where's it showing? Uh, Just at the Broadway. Just at the Broadway. What is it rated? Um, It's probably rated. Yes. I would, uh, I think the language would put it in the R category. Right. Okay. Some of these sometimes don't get ratings. You know, right, right. But right. this one would be R as far as um, language goes.
4: So on the grading system.
2: Yeah, let's see. I gave it a B. A B? Yeah. Okay. Good it solid it B. kind of intrigued me. At first I thought, oh, no, what have you been doing? You can't.
4: Yeah, there it is. One of those. Hey, we have the movie show top ten that is still coming up. A conversation. Normally, we would also talk with Dee, but she is recuperating. Yes, and uh, any moment now, our friend Michael will be bringing lunch and babysitting her through the noon hour. Oh, hate to have her alone too long with what she's been through over the last. Does she have a little bell that she can ring? (laughs) No, I have. I've hidden all the bells. (laughs) But you know what she does? Throws, I love this throws a shoe? She'll call my cell phone. Oh. And then if I don't pick that up, she calls the landline oh, and lets one of it those? ring once. <laughs> and that means I have been summoned. <laughs> You're in so much trouble. I know I am in so much trouble. Okay, so anyway, we uh we, <laughs> we will have Jeff the Whipple. Can can we say that Jeff the Whipple is filling in for Deanne? Ooh today i don't know i don't know
2: that's gutsy
4: he is the whipple so
2: it's glenn by the way it's still glenn
4: no it's the Whipple. he's actually
2: thinking about changing his birth certificate what you're
4: saying to that at church people are going up hey brother the whipple
2: well i don't think they're calling him brother the whipple that would <laughs> just, be, be just funny
4: the whipple okay
2: yeah. well you know he is now the whipple for sure
4: exactly so we have a lot of things coming up here on the movie show including at, by the way
2: Yes, Mrs. marvelous Mrs. Maisel season five.
4: We do. We need to talk about all the things that are out there streaming. We yeah. kind of covered most of them, but American. Well, yeah, we did American Manhunt, didn't yep. we? Yep, yeah, we, we did. did that. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This is the final season,
2: and I've seen it all, and it is definitely
4: worth. it. You've seeing. seen it all. Do you I've have seen. special dispensation?
2: Uh, I, I, they were kind enough, and they sent me eight of them, which made me crazy because there's nine. And then they finally just barely sent me the ninth season. So would they the charge you for episode. that? Well, no, but you I You want I to was, see the
4: final? It's $500. I, I
2: probably would have paid it.
4: Really? Oh, no, it's good. Wow. It's really good.
2: Wow. They've wrapped this thing up so beautifully.
4: Boy, it seems like a long time since we've.
2: 2017.
4: Been hanging out with the was, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I know.
2: 2017, really? Yeah. That long? Yes.
4: Wow. Isn't that crazy? All right. Hey, we are coming up on the uh, top of the hour. Stay with us for more of the movie show. And when we talk with Jeff the Whipple, we're going to be uh, finding out. If he out calls now. If, if he this. calls after all of the grief we've given him here. I, see, I, I I see it as just elevating. Hmm. The, I wonder if he sees I'm it not sure. I'm not sure. But we're going to talk about Plus the. Plus, we
2: still have the Pope. You know, the Pope's. The, the exorcist, uh, uh, exorcist thing, but thing but
4: the Pope, yeah. yeah. But we're going to uh, talk with Jeff about the uh, summer season for the kids. Yes. 10 great movies and some of the cool things there. I mean, every year it's gotten a little they more had something. expansive, yep. a little more inclusive. I love and Boy, it. this is one of those years, too. Good for too. them. It is 11 o'clock. This is KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City.
3: The movie show. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not whole at all on KSL News (laughs) Radio.
4: The movie show at KSL News Radio. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to talk with Jeff V. Whipple. But I wanted to make sure that everybody knows that we're broadcasting the program today from Sound Sleep Medical. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is a great honor and privilege. For oh, us. Now you're kissing up right? for, for us. No, I've been kissing up quite a bit during the program. To, you know, mm-hmm. to introduce Jeff the Whipple, the vice president of marketing at the Larry H. Miller Company's Megaplex Theaters.
2: Yeah. Huh? Is he like cousin to Megan the Stallion? And is it D with two E's or one E?
4: Well, it depends on whether you're in church or not.
2: Oh, okay. The yeah, so, yeah. I, can, I got you,
4: Jeff. Welcome to the movie show. Great to have you here.
6: I, I'm just busy here uh, rewriting the initials on my plastic shoes of the uh, <laughs> classic Woody Toy Story toy.
4: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm wondering how how I are can you f- make a G into a T? How are you fitting all of that <laughs> on to your business card? Is what I'm wondering.
6: That that's quite well, a and, and, title. And the extra E and the or the yes, it's it's. These are these are really really important questions. <laughs> it, it just it
4: just pushes it right off the edge, doesn't it? Hey, we wanted to talk about the uh, the summer is believe it or not just around the corner now, and I know that you guys at the Megaplex theaters have been putting together a spectacular season for our kids once again, the 10 pack of uh, of tickets to see some of the great movies, but you know along with those great movies, the innovations that you have come up with progressively over the years that make this an opportunity for every family, for every kid. This is so cool. First of all, let's talk about the movies this year. What are we going to be watching this summer with our kids with the 10 pack?
6: Oh, we've got, we've got some fun films this year. Uh, Larry, our film buyer has, has gone out, reached out to the studios. We have great studio partners and, uh, We've got Minions, The Rise of Gru, Lyle Lyle, The Crocodile, Puss in, Puss in Boots, the original, and uh, The Last Wish. There's a film called Mummies that kind of got lost in the midst of the pandemic with with other commotion. And so it's a fun family film, uh, but we thought and not a lot of people have seen it. Uh, the Pause of Fury film, Sonic 2, and, and a lot of other titles. Fresh fresh films, family-friendly. Um, we, we think it's going to be a great a great summer season for these films and hopefully ones that not everyone's seen over and over again. So uh, some fun opportunities to bring the, the family together and come, come enjoy the, the summer with us now that we're finally going to get one.
4: Yeah, finally. It looks like we could actually have a uh, summer. Let's talk about where we can do this. Now, are all we have got a gazillion uh, screens out there and tons of theaters. So where will these uh, kids' uh, events be happening?
6: At, at every Megaplex Theaters location from Logan to St. George and down into Mesquite, Nevada. So we're, we've got every location participating this year. Uh, we're, we're doing it, structuring it much the same as we have in years past with uh, select days of the week, uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Uh, traditional screenings will, will typically start at 10 a.m., and then we are continuing with the sensory-friendly screenings uh, about 30 minutes later uh, for families that have have members on the autism spectrum or or just need kind of a a different configuration lower sound lights up in the auditorium and if if family members are more comfortable using a a device as long as they're not pointing it at the screen we're fine you know dance whatever we just want to make it as, as user friendly as possible for for the families participating
4: you know that that is such a great thing that you do and and you know and and even for for the "quote unquote regular movies that you're are presenting you know as i'll walk up the stairs you know and i'll i'll look off in in the corner and see the glassed area that is so cool that you're doing those those types of things for everybody
6: exactly our our quiet rooms are hugely popular um we've we've continued to add those to more locations as we're we're doing renovations um those those have been just a blessing for such uh, such young families, especially uh, to go in and maybe settle down uh, a little one who's who's struggling. Um, we encourage people to not camp in there, but you know go in, relax, settle things down, and then and go back to the movie and enjoy it. Right. But if anyone has an issue too, we're we're happy to you know give them a bounce back, let them come back and enjoy the film. It, we love the fact that we get to host so many people to come to. Come to the movies, we want to encourage them, and we get the fact that it's not perfect all the time. So, if you need to come visit us again, we're we're happy to make that possible too.
4: Yeah, that is really cool. I've talked, and and I remember even for Dee and for me, uh, you know, you'd want to go see a movie and you just go, We just can't get a babysitter. We just can't, you know, odds are, you know, Katie or Ian or Eric would sleep through a movie, but, you know, maybe not. We don't want to disrupt. And, you know, Steve and I have talked about this over the years because. You know, there are a lot of other patrons in there who did get a babysitter who are looking for a great experience. But to have that option just for a couple of minutes while you're calming a child down or something. Can you just put them in there and leave them and come <laughs> yeah, back <to> out? And <laughs> lock the door.
2: <laughs> I don't think it, that's it, the plan. Uh, okay.
6: And, and it is a balance. and we, we certainly appreciate those that get the sitter. And it is a shared experience. But that's part of the magic of going to the movies is that right. it's a, a shared experience. We just want to make it the best possible for everyone, everyone to participate.
4: Can't you just see Blake and uh, Jeff up there acting as a daycare or a night care? <laughs> These children come yes. in,
6: come in. Proudly wearing our grandpa bags. Yes.
4: <laughs> now there is another little new twist to the uh, ten pack of movies for our kids this year. You've got to tell us about this.
6: So this one came from uh, the the start of this came from one of our general managers who who had come across a program very similar that's happening in the museum space, Museum for All. And we thought, is there something we could do to help families, especially those who are on WIC or SNAP, the the food assistance programs? And we thought, you know, we, we may be able to stretch here and and extend that benefit. And so the team got together, we, we worked through the numbers, and we thought this is part of being a part of the Miller organization. The Larry H. Miller Company – we we are so blessed to have enriching lives as one of our core values. And we thought, let's, let's see what we can do with this. And so we're offering free kids' summer movie passes to an adult and up to five kids in the same family. If they've got a valid WIC or SNAP uh, ID on them,
3: yeah.
6: uh, if they're participating currently in the program, come to any of our Megaplex Theaters locations, show us that ID, we're we're not going to do a deep background check. We're we're trusting people, and we want to just make sure that people get a chance to come participate, especially with life being hard. Everyone yeah. has those moments, yeah. and the fact that we get to do that is just extraordinary.
4: That is so cool. Good for you. That is so cool, and and you know I have to admit I love it when I, occasionally they'll do one of our screenings on a Tuesday night <laughs> at the Megaplex Theatres. Wow. And, and I, I love it. You can be there on park Monday. three miles away. You can be there on Monday, you can be there on Wednesday, and there's plenty of places to park. Yeah. Very easy to get the concessions. No problem. <laughs> but Tuesday night, and I have to admit, I get a real kick out of it, that you know, for, for folks, you know, they just anticipate that lower-priced day. And again, that's another great thing that just reaches out to everybody
6: we we are thrilled to be able to continue that program as well movies are such an important part of culture and to give these opportunities to families to, to get a break especially those young families those of us who've been there and gone through the the struggles of of balancing the the checkbook or the the finances and finding the time to get a get a breather. What an opportunity to be able to to be part of something that gives back at that level. Yeah. And we're we're thrilled to be able to do it.
4: Absolutely. Jeff, always fun to have you here on the show. And we wanted to highlight what's coming up for the summertime, some of the innovations and the new things that people can anticipate. And there you go. Hey, and by the way, during telephone torture today, now we did it a little different time, so I don't, I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen. But did you get all those Western themes? Did you nail them? All? I,
6: I was actually I, I was three for three. I was very proud of myself. Uh, Silverado was one of my favorite films of all time, and that music is just delightful. Uh, Isn't it amazing? The scene where they where those four four guys are running, you know, riding their horses all a la bonanza up over the hilltop, <laughs> and that music starts to c- crescendo is just you know, magic for me. Yeah. And good, the bad, the ugly. That's yeah classic tunes. Love yeah, and, that. And love that.
4: If we'd taken that one sound, just. Two or three <laughs> words longer. The man who shot.
6: <laughs> yeah, poor, poor, poor Dan. Oh, he's he's going to be. Re- yeah, living that one over and over. Yeah, again. poor poor <laughs> Dan's
4: going. What was I not thinking on that one? So, hey Jeff, it's always great to have you on uh, the program. Give our best to everybody there. Say hi to Blake and uh, Larry and I, And, and, all the and our
6: best to D and and oh, to your family you. as well. We, oh, we thank we you. We're thinking of everyone.
4: And I'll tell you, these guys at the Megaplex Theaters, you were you were so kind to us, you know. And thank you for the the flowers and. Uh, we we just we love the affiliation with the show, and then of course we 've just become great personal friends as well. so give my best to everybody, okay Jeff take care or I should say Mr. the Whipple here oh. on the movie show at, at ksl news radio it 's eleven twenty one let 's take a break we 'll be right back
3: The movie show ain 't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done on KSL News Radio.
4: Eleven thirty seven here at KSL and Steven, we've got some movies to talk about. Yeah. We got a top ten to go through. Yes, sir. And more. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank-, Thank you for agreeing.
2: I'm with you all the way.
4: How about if we, uh, let, let's talk about the marvelous Mrs. Mason. Oh, thank you. Because, you know, I, I have to admit, I was a late bloomer to that. And Dee and I caught up on it. And, you know, the the one term, you know how sometimes out of a movie or a series or whatever, there's a term that just comes out that you use all the time. And for, I'll never forget when her ex-husband, who obviously just adores her, mm-hmm. and even though they're, you know, he just goes, you are a lot. <laughs> And, and, you know, I know, it, it, there, are, there are things in your life where you love the situation, you love the person, you love the device, you whatever, but it's a lot. Yeah. And that's a perfect description. Oh, and Rachel. she is a lot. So do we have any sound from this by any chance?
2: Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. But, oh, my gosh. What they've done in season five is just really pretty remarkable. A lot of times you'll see a show that, you know, it doesn't end well. Yeah. You just, like, walk away. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. It's kind of like, we're going to phone this in. Let's wrap it up, or we just don't know what to do. It's been good up to this point, but what the heck? Well, last we saw her at the end of season four, she had just walked off the Carnegie Hall, determined, I will never be anyone's opening act. Right. Well, that was a mistake. And then she goes by that Glenn Ford show sign, uh, you know, and they're walking in the snow and whatever. So the... She keeps, you know, saying, I want to be an opening act, and it, it's really come down to Susie, her manager, yeah. and Maisel. Who is Maisel. great, by the way. Oh, they are unbelievably good together. And in this season, we see some forward. You know, normally, it's all back stuff that we see. In this one, we're going to see Maisel years in the future, maybe in the twilight of her career. Really? Yeah, and just get a taste of, did she make it or did she not make it? Wow. And Joel. Oh, Joel steps up. Yeah. You know, we've kind of had some problems with Joel over the past, the the ex-husband. And, uh, but, you know, there's some really wonderful things that are coming ahead. And it really, there's some dark moments, um, but it really comes down to two great female actresses who are in there in an era where women were not, you know, welcome in those jobs. And them fighting for every, every opportunity, every scrap, and and it is done brilliantly. So this is how it's going to work. Season five starts today. You will, you will get a chance to see the first three episodes. There are, I think there are nine total. There are nine. And so you'll see the first three this weekend, if you want. Um, And then each Friday after that, up until May 26th, I'm afraid is the last Episode wow. Of Maisel, and uh, I I just, I can't say enough of how much I enjoyed, and I've got my daughter. Here's the thing, you know, my daughter, I thought, there's no way she's going to want to watch this period piece, you know, comedians, where they do the snappy, yeah, you know, yeah. His Girl Friday dialogue. She loved it, and Good. caught all the way up to season five and uh, she's been right there with me watching it so
4: isn't it amazing the layers too that make all the difference i mean the parents oh. and the different things in the factory and then when when you've got your little you know prized club that you're trying to build behind the chinese guys oh yeah <laughs> it, just, it,
2: in oh. the basement there it, down in the basement and this is the last today. season five three season episodes five. today a total of nine and then all it right. wraps up the end of end of may
4: okay all right it's eleven forty-five. brief break we'll come back movie show top 10 we have another film to talk about the pope's exorcist so stay with us on the movie show
3: the movie show spock you haven't changed a bit you're just as warm and sociable as ever no have you doctor as
5: your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates
3: on ksl news radio <laughs>
4: oh man do you know what know that, that you're going to think this is bizarre But that that kind of an exchange almost reminds me of Wednesday Adams too. She has those, you know, just perfect little barb. Election. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Stephen, I think it's time. mm. It's time for the.
2: Are you going to go school?
4: No, 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 no. We're going to (gasps) do new school.
2: You know, there's a there's a new era coming. I've had many people talking directly weeping about they want. The
4: warble. The, the warble. The right warble. You mean the big-time announcer voice is what you're trying to
2: say? No, it's what you think
4: it is. It's t- <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of things that aren't quite what I think it is. <laughs> t- okay, so let's get the intro, too, because this, this is sponsored by Call Climate Services, well, that's fine.
2: You can still- All right. Here we go.
4: Movie show top ten. Seven,
3: nine. The KSL Movie Show oh. Top Ten. Five,
4: so we have the goat bleep there. Boo. That isn't satiating yet? Boo. Oh, boo. I never thought you'd boo the fact that I... I can't even believe I'm... It's just nostalgic
2: now. Nostalgic.
4: <laughs> okay. Number 10 is Paint, which has made uh, just a little over half a million dollars. <laughs> okay. It's actually a pretty funny movie, but okay. literally has no advertising whatsoever. <laughs> Number nine is 1,001 in two weeks, a little over 3 million. Yeah, this is a pretty good movie. Okay, Shazam. You and I both like Shazam, Fury of the Gods, but it has not done that well. Go see this movie. Yes, please. 128, though, uh, worldwide, so not hideous, but Creed three. Has made about 155 million domestically. How's it doing internationally? Another 114. We're at 268 yeah. worldwide.
2: Yeah, Creed Three. Okay, I guess you know, we don't
4: need Stallone after yeah, all. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, his only son has been out two weeks, about 11 million dollars.
2: You know, we talked to the, the director this last week, and he was really interesting. And I'm happy to see this movie doing so well. Good. Stream Six uh, has made about 105
4: million domestically. Now, Scream is kind of you know, interestingly,
2: American. Yeah, I guess. Has yeah. it made money elsewhere? Yeah, it's made another 58 foreign, so okay. we're at 163.
4: Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I was so surprised at how much I liked this movie.
2: Although, it, 65 domestic and 62 foreign, 127 total is not a huge number. No,
4: it's not. For a movie that looked like it cost a couple of bucks. Yeah, it did. Air. You know, I, did, I wasn't here last week, so I didn't have a chance to bloviate on this. I really liked Eric. That's good. I liked it a lot. I think you gave it, what, B+. Plus? I did. Yeah, I'm three and a half stars on this one. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thought it was presented beautifully. Viola Davis was incredible. Oh, the the Damon Affleck team yeah. really came through. The supporting cast, including the little shoe designer down in the basement. Oh, I loved him. I thought he was great. I really, really like this movie. Yeah, they did a nice so job. Go see Air. Yeah. John Wick Chapter Four. Wow, it is—it's cranking it out about 150 million
2: dollars domestically, internationally. Another 122. We're at 272, and they're also talking about. Oh, maybe we're not putting John Wick to bed quite yet. Yeah, yeah, we'll After see this kind of number. There are all kinds of ways to bring him. But speaking back to the big screen. Yes, exactly. (laughs)
4: Back to the big screen. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of big numbers. Uh, number one is the Super Mario Brothers movie. I don't know. I just was not into this at all. I was looking at my watch. I was so glad when this thing ended. But it's made about what? Well over two hundred million dollars domestically in the
2: first week. Two forty. Two forty. As of yesterday, one hundred eighty eight foreign. It's at four two eight. What makes me think we might
4: see yet another? Oh, Nintendo yeah, is going to be a Nintendo universe.
2: <laughs> make it stop. If we
4: only had the Pong universe. <laughs> Can you make that movie?
2: <laughs> Beek. Beek. And
4: some guy Beek. going crazy. Yeah, I know. We're going crazy over that. All right. Steve, just before we hit the uh, top of the hour, let's talk about the Pope's Exorcist? Yeah. Okay.
2: A little, I, we might have some sound on that. I don't know. Is little... it too late? We're a little close to the news. Uh, Let's just go ahead with it. Okay. Russell Crowe plays Father Gabriel Amorth. He's a real actual priest who was the chief exorcist of the Vatican back in the 1980s. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was such a thing. Uh, And speaking of spaghetti westerns, Franco Nero plays the Pope. Really? I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, And he's pretty pragmatic. 98% of of his exorcisms actually end up going to a doctor or a psychiatrist. But he says there are 2%. That are purely evil. And uh, so here's the thing. This movie, I wasn't able <laughs> to see it, but I, I did read a few things about it. It's not very scary, and right. nor is it very inventive, but you do have Russell Crowe, so there's that yeah. plus, and it has a hint of Da Vinci Code. There's something going on within the Vatican, uh, aside from the demon stuff. Um, but one re- review I read said, it needed more pea soup. Ooh! So in other words, it wasn't heads. scary. Wasn't it was the, the exorcism, very tropey. If you've seen right. any of the exorcism kind of movies, it doesn't break any new ground. So okay. there's that. I, I think it's at like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes is what I saw. Okay. So I'm sorry I wasn't a, didn't have a chance to see it, but that's where we are in that. And I'm, I'm assuming it would be rated R. Uh, it for, is rated
4: R. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, hey, that does it for the uh, movie show today. Next week, we've got another great show for you here on the radio. Yeah, we we're going to be hanging at Minky Couture. I love Minky. I don't, I'm not sure which location. We're, we're gonna, in Leighton Mothership. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be up at the Mothership in Leighton. Always fun to hang out with uh, Sandy and her crew, and but she pulls out mean Christine <laughs> in a good way. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> All right, that does it for the show. Hey, thank you so much for being part. Of the movie show, and uh, tonight when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. It's 12 o'clock noon.
5: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
6: She was tear gassed
5: and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America.